Hi, this is Amida Switlow. I'm in the Vancouver office with uh, Tracy Barker, who's just come back from Tanzania, one of my favorite places. And in the room, we also have Tapua and James, who are interns with us. So we're all together sitting here, and you guys feel free to join me and ask questions of Tracy if you feel like it. So, Tracy, Jambo. Jambo. Havarigani. Missouri sana. Oh, see. No way, way. Missouri <laughs> Don't you miss that about Tanzania, about people just talking to you and saying hello? Oh, don't make me cry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, yeah, yeah, we do. We, uh, I wasn't expecting to be interviewed this morning, so yeah. um, just kind of, it's kind of a nice opportunity to think of things a little bit. Um, in a more focused way, yeah, but yeah. that's one of the things for sure that is a big difference. Yeah, when you come back, Tracy, you um, you left uh, Vancouver. When did you go? We left Vancouver at the end of August. Okay. And so we were only in Tanzania for six months. It was okay. a short short placement, um, and we went as family. We went with oh. my children came, and my husband came. So we really worked it around. We kind of snuck away from our lives here for six months, and my daughter's in grade 12, and one's in grade 9. So it was a real coup to pull it off, um, just where they're at with school. So we, we were just very really, really lucky, because we found something that could accommodate that kind of time frame. Wow. I think we're all sitting here going, that's what an amazing mother to have done that. Well, I, I mean, I felt really lucky, because I've had a dream of doing what was QSO when, when I was at university at, at SFU and, and first learned about uh, QSO and so it was like a really long-term dream and then my family was like, well you're not going without us, you want to go too. So I kind of got to fulfill on this amazing dream wow. and they came along. Wonderful. So, so where in Tanzania did you go? We were in Dar es Salaam. Okay. <clears throat> and, um, That's a big, tough city now. Uh, big, but we, we didn't find it very You didn't tough. find it? Oh, okay. Um, we found it, I mean, it, it, had, it was challenging, but we, and, and, I mean, if you're talking about safety, we didn't find it. Um, no, I didn't find it Intimidating in that way. We found it, I mean, once we started to get our bearings and could make sense of what was around us, we found it to be a really comfortable place to be. I found it competitive. Very competitive in compared to if you're going to Zanzibar and then you go to Dar. It's like, whoa, this is big. And it's uh -huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like it's stone from Stonetown to Dar. Yeah, 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 it's a big city. It's a, absolutely a big city. What were yeah. you doing in Dar es Salaam? Uh, well, I was at the Tanzania AIDS Forum. So I was at a, um, a network of 63 HIV AIDS organizations, all Tanzanian. And... Um, was just working in a very, very small office, myself and one other person really, and then working closely with the board and, and the other um, civil society organizations just to sort of try and strengthen the uh, voice of those CSOs and work on the website and collect membership fees, um, ah. sort of capacity building in that way. So Wonderful. Six yeah. months. Six months, so it was very short. What did your husband do whilst you were there? He came with the idea that he was just going to support the kids with um, online learning because yeah. they had to do all their courses on, on the computer. 
Um, and then as soon as we landed in Dar es Salaam, we came out a cycle from the other volunteers and we met with uh, Kieran, who's the country director for Tanzania. Mm -hmm. He found out Bruce, my husband, was a music therapist. He connected him with somebody at Ocean Road Hospital. He ended up working with kids um, that have cancer at Ocean Road. It was very fulfilling for him and he set up a music therapy program there, which he's still um, wow. crazily hammering away as we speak, trying to finish his uh, uh, a manual that he's leaving for the hospital. And, and he also sort of moonlighted at the Hilton um, playing the piano in the lounge a couple times a week. <laughs> so that kept us in like good Chardonnay money, <laughs> which we never would have been able to afford on my last I know. It's very rare, by the way, nowadays that the, we see families go out because in the new yeah. model, we, you have to support yourselves. And, Absolutely. And yeah, we knew all that. So we, you know, we kind of approached it like this is going to, this is, this is an extended adventure for them. I'm kind of going, so we knew it was going to cost us, wow. but because Bruce was able to, um, things like that like it was just very odd that, that I don't know if it was odd or not but it was very fortunate. It is the QSO way actually. Yeah. yeah yeah so we had heard many stories that were similar yes. in that way and so nice. it worked out great. So what yeah. did you do in Canada before you went there? Um, well I had I'd done a number of things I'd been in like non-profit for 25 years so oh. most recently um, like I set up a charity before I did marketing and communications at the YWCA. Um, I, for the last seven years, have been doing tons of programming at a small nonprofit in East Van, Eastside Family Place. Oh! So that's where I'm working. I took a leave of absence oh, from my they job. They let you do that. Yeah, they let me do that to go. Um, so that's so kind of at TAF at the Tanzania AIDS Forum. It was sort of drawing more on my skills from ten years ago, twelve years ago. Okay. Um, than what I was presently doing. Uh -huh. um, but, then, but it reminds you and grounds you of those fundamental things oh, when you're yeah. running an NGO. So TAF, yeah. Tanzania AIDS, AIDS Forum. Tanzania oh. AIDS Forum, that's right, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So um, six months later, you your family comes back to Canada, to uh -huh. Vancouver. Uh -huh. How do they feel? How do you hmm. feel? Uh... That's a hard question. <laughs> you know, the, probably the, the most challenging thing is we were, I think whatever amount of time you set your mind and your heart on, whether it's like three months, six months, two years, my experience was with the other volunteers, it was just typically the right amount of time. You pace yourself accordingly, you set up. So six months was right, like it was for the you. right time for us to come home on many levels. Um, and it's good to be home, it's great to be home. But the biggest challenge is integrating the experience because it it's, um, feels very much like a dream. It feels like, did that really happen? And then that's when the feelings come up because, of course, it did. It was very real and there were relationships being built and, and um, connections being made. And, and, and then how do you bring that experience forward into your life here? So I think we're all struggling with that a little bit. And um, and then we're just missing things, like you mentioned. I mean, just that culture of greeting and um, the even on a like climate level, like <laughs> feeling the uh, 
feeling the cold and missing the brightness of Tanzania. Yeah. So, and it, I don't know what the, like, how it will, what it all meant. We're still kind of like, what did that, what, what did that mean to us? And um, what did we leave behind? And those questions are unanswered. When you so. go to Ottawa for your reintegration weekend, you'll be able to work explore through that. Yeah, yeah, explore yeah. that. Yeah. So, do you guys have questions? I was just going to ask a little bit more about uh, how your daughters enjoyed it. They, um, they loved it. I mean, it was totally life changing for them. Uh, it was life changing for all of us. But to be, you know, 17, almost 18, and almost 15. They were at a point where they could be really quite independent in DART and um, move about the city and have their cell, you know, just take the Dallas everywhere, the public buses. And so they, they really got to have an experience sort of separate from Bruce and I too, which was incredible. Um, they, when we got to the end of our stay, we, we made the decision to send the kids home a month ahead of us because um, it was just becoming clear that um, with the channel, like the electrical, because the power would be out with such regularity, and, but it was still unpredictable. Um, and our living situation was extremely hot and there was no real ventilation. And then we would be out all day, but they'd be trying to do their courses. And it got to the point where the, the face time with the teachers was more important than the experiences they were going to have. So we sent them home, but they protested. They didn't want to go. They they were you know it was very much like we're here for the whole six months and we don't we want to get right to the top of the mountain. <laughs> we're not leaving. So they were, but you know having said that, there were days when I'd come home from work and and it was it had been pretty challenging for the day. And they found um, they got we were living north of the city, so we were living in a sort of suburb of Dar the Mwangi. And there was no, absolutely no expat culture at all. Mm -hmm. So there was no access to anything like, um, you know, a hotel swimming pool, easy food that you might be familiar with, like nothing. So that was a, um, a challenge and an opportunity that every single day mm -hmm. brought um, the whole experience forward. So they, you know, they were constantly having conversations that they were learning from and also always being related, you know, they were just the Mazunga until they got to know people and they had to fend that off all the time. And it was great for them and for all of us to be going through that. So that yeah. So yeah. Teenagers. Sometimes you come home and they'd be like they'd be weeping. <laughs> that happens here. Absolutely. Just like you know what? It was just like home only it was intensity. <laughs> That's the short answer. Basically it was the same people as <laughs> Top point, do you have a question? No, no I was also gonna ask about the daughters, but yeah. yeah. No, it's the I think yeah, it's an experience that many people should do, you know, especially oh. the families. I think to really and to be around all the other volunteers that are doing all these <laughs> really cool things. Yes. And plus, the volunteers are, you know, from m well, mid-twenties, late-twenties, you know, right through retirement years. So they, you know, you get together for, with all of them, and you're at a point where you're thinking about your future. Oh, well, what are you, that's so cool, you're doing that, you're a teacher, you're, you know. So they had all that exposure, mm. um, which is really neat. What surprised you the most about Tanzania that you... 
Um, I didn't expect um, how hard people worked. How hard people worked. I think. I think I going to Africa. Um, I had been to Africa before, mm -hmm. traveling. So I didn't. I wasn't there. I didn't build relationships with people. Um, so um, I was surprised to see how committed people were to their work, how hard they worked, how much they had that they were carrying the load. Mm -hmm. And also, it, it wasn't a surprise, but it was very interesting to me, just the different values around busyness, which was kind of the bookend of how hard people work. People are very, but here, there's a real value around being busy, so people talk about that, they articulate it. They, whereas in Africa, my experience with it was, that's not, um, <laughs> you don't emote about that for, no. so that was it, yeah. People think you're crazy if you do. <laughs> they do, and so that was a, you know, that was a, a surprise. Yeah, you, I'm busy doing this, oh yes, and shopping and all that, they'd be like, hey, didn't you have any fun doing this? Well, like, why are you, <laughs> why are you doing it? Why are you telling me this? <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to give well, you why, a, what is it that you're, you know, <laughs> So, from all of us at QSOVIA, so thank you to your family, to all of them, for serving in Tanzania with us. Um, and I hope you stay in touch. And uh, we just had an event called Tanzania Then and Now. We'll probably do that again. And uh, thanks, Tracy, Great. for your service. Yeah, thank you.